He is hoping Australia comes to its senses and stops the sexual mutilation of children. All right, mate, it's Madigan. Thank you so much for checking out my channel and this episode. If you want to help me out, please do hit subscribe. I know it's a punish and a lot of people say it, but it really would help me out. If you don't, totally understand. One of the biggest scandals in the West, I think, uh, for the last decade has been the sexual mutilation of children, which leftists love to wrap up in a pretty pink and blue bow and call it gender-affirming care which is anything but when you sexually mutilate a child, it is not affirming care. It is just the sexual mutilation of children. But here in Australia, things haven't been so bad as it has been in other places. But hopefully we might be turning a corner here where this gets stopped in its tracks before it gets any worse and we have a whole generation of children uh, that have been mutilated. Because it will be, as the article I'm about to read to you, be one of the biggest medical scandals in the past century. So what are we doing here in Australia? From the Australian, judges warned on trans protocols amid new research on, pub on puberty blockers and hormone treatment effects. Family court judges have been urged to consider new evidence at odds with current legal frameworks governing cases of gender dysphoric children, a risk contributing to the worst medical scandal in 100 years. A legal paper compiled by top Victorian family law barrister Bell Lane and delivered to judges of the Federal Circuit and Family Court of Australia last month argues fresh research into the effects of hormone treatments and puberty blockers on young Australian Young Australians refutes older research touting gender-affirming model of care. There's that frame. In light of this, Miss Lane argues the court must reassess how scientific advancements should apply to the family law system. Quote, The evidence base around what is called gender-affirming treatment has moved rapidly and much more is known about the assertive benefits of the medical pathways and risks, Miss Lane writes, adding alternative treatment pathways have returned to prominence. The paper documents in forensic detail a lack of clinical consensus on the concept of gender dysphoria, the diagnostic process, or even whether a diagnosis is required to begin medical treatment and the benefits, risks, and outcome of medical pathway. It tracks the development of Australian standards of care for the treatment of gender dysphoria authorised by prominent Royal Children's Hospital medical paediatrician Michelle Telfer as being based upon the so-called gold standard Dutch model which was based on an extraordinarily small sample of patients which has now been critically reassessed in several countries prompting greater safeguards for adolescents. Quote, there are significant concerns about quality and applicability of the Dutch studies to the current cohort of children presenting at gender clinics, Miss Lane writes. 
Many of the children have complex mental health, neurodiversity and adverse childhood experiences. Most of these children would have been excluded under the original Dutch protocol. However, now almost all the safeguards of the original Dutch protocols have been removed. Treatment is now based on a child's subjective identity in a child-led process. A situation unheard of in other areas of medicine, end quote. And this uh, child's subjective identity... Um, this is where these uh, people of in places of authority, such as teachers, and you see all this, all you've got to do is follow libs of TikTok to see them confusing the crap out of these children who, uh, who have these uh, problems with mental health, neurodiversity, and adverse childhood experience. Some of them are autistic as well. And these lunatic teachers who seek... Uh, affirmation of children uh, get them to go along with their belief system as well it's ridiculous quote the Dutch studies would not meet the standard of evidence-based medicine today continuing the quote the assertive positive results of the Dutch studies are questioned and have not been able to be repeated in subsequent studies yet the gender affirming treatment pathways remain over time awareness of risk of harm of puberty blockers cross-sex hormones and surgery have increased and underlying assumptions such as puberty blockers acting as a pause have been discredited. That's because they cannot be reversed. We are experimenting on children. The paper is set to be presented and made public to all members of the Australian uh, family law uh, uh, professions in coming months after Miss Lane uh, presented to the Victorian Bar Association. The paper argues the legal industry should reconsider treating the case of Ree Kelvin, 2017, as the authority in matters of gender dysphoria in children. Ree Kelvin was a landmark case finding that when there is no dispute between child, their parents, and the treating doctors, hormone treatment could be prescribed, eliminating the need to apply to the court for approval. As a result, the adverse, uh, adversarial process of testing evidence rarely takes place in family court. The court has been left without evidence of the court has been left without evidence of the range, raging international and national debate about the evidence base for gender affirming treatment. Miss Lane writes in her paper. University of Queensland uh, Emetrius Professor of Law Patrick Parkinson, who is quoted in the paper, said the court is presiding over Ree Kelvin did not appropriately consider evidence of the implications of the legal framework supporting gender affirming care. The whole basis on which the family court has said we don't need to be involved in this anymore is now falling like a stack of cards, he said. Furthermore, in Ree Kelvin, uh, which is the leading case, they never actually looked at the medical evidence. Why am I not surprised? Mr Parkinson said the court should not be approving this sort of treatment without hearing both sides of the medical argument. He said the courts have long been told things which aren't actually true in regards to puberty blockers, hormone treatments on young Australians. They have been told there was no controversy about this stuff, he said. Courts have been told for years that puberty blockers are entirely reversible. They are not. They are reversible in part, but they would never authorise for this purpose. That's because um, puberty blockers were usually just given to... um, uh, what's it called, precocious puberty cases where uh, usually girls, they go through puberty a hell of a lot earlier and what they do is they put them on these um, blockers just to stop for a second 
and then allow it to continue. Uh, but the, 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 the damage that is done to young boys when they're put on this sort of stuff is irreversible. Critically, we also, uh, we also do not know what effects this has on the brain development at all, given we know adolescence is a hugely important time frame for brain development. Cautioning against a massive liability bill, if Australia continues on its current path, Mr. Parkinson said, the country could be on the brink of the worst medical scandal in 100 years. I really do think so. And the end... Sorry. <clears throat> I really do think so. And... The, and the liability risk is enormous, he said. So let's just go through a couple of things first, shall we? Uh, children cannot consent to any of this sort of stuff. They do not know the long-term ramifications of being put on puberty blockers, on being put on cross-sex cross hormones. There is evidence coming out that them being put on these sorts of drugs... Excuse me, sorry. Uh, is doing damage to their brain. It's doing damage to their bones. And this will be, where is it? Where's this quote that he said? And this will be the worst medical scandal in 100 years because as I've said in previous episodes, we're going to have a whole generation of children who are completely f***ed up. They will have believed that this was the answer for them. That going down this medical pathway of not only uh, drugs, but surgery was the answer for them. And it's not reversible surgery. Once you cut those breasts off, they're not coming back. Once you cut off those testicles and fillet that penis, it ain't coming back. And there's no way a child or even a teenager knows the ramifications of that. And can we also just acknowledge that this whole thing is born off the back of Dr. John Money? Look this guy up. A sick, deranged, sexual abuser of children who thought that kids uh, were gender neutral and it didn't matter what they were born as, that they could be changed into any gender. And the stuff that he did to the Rhymer twins was goddamn hor uh, horrific, yet all this stuff is built off the back of that and nobody wants to acknowledge it, especially the ones who love to tout gender-affirming care. And the studies are coming out over and over and over again of desistance that usually, that if you just don't do anything by the time these kids do hit puberty, then they will just be accepting of who they are. But what's going to be the worst medical scandal in 100 years because we're starting to see it over in the UK is that a whole bunch of these kids who went through these procedures... Uh, once they hit a certain age where their brain has started to fully develop, they realize, oh my God, I made a massive mistake. Why did you people let us do this? I don't think this goes far enough. I think it should be banned completely. And any doctor, 
any nurse, any teacher, any psychiatrist, any psychologist, anyone who has any sort of interaction with children, encouraging them to do any of this sort of stuff should be hauled in front of a court to answer for their actions and probably face jail time. Because what this is, is evil. It will be the worst medical scandal in 100 years, unless you stop it right now. Some kids are already lost to this. And it's really goddamn sad. But it doesn't mean we can't save all the ones who are potential victims of these psychopaths. So we've got to stop it now. All right, mate, thanks very much for checking out the video. Don't forget, please do hit subscribe. It really would help me out. If you want to find me, you can just search out the Brian Madigan. I'm on all those platforms listed there. Audio-only versions of these episodes on Spotify and Apple. Leave likes, leave five-star reviews, and leave some comments. Are we done? Yeah, we're done.